Welcome to Frontline Static, a podcast that helps bridge the gap between healthcare workers and first responders and everything in between. I cannot wait for you to hear my candid interview with one of my clients, Floricella, who came to me for mentoring and coaching on how to become a flight nurse and how to get the mindset of overcoming some of the self-doubt that she had. And she just shares her story and a little bit about her journey. And I'm excited to share this interview with you this week. Hey, Floricella, thanks for joining me today on the podcast. I really appreciate you being on. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. <laughs> so tell everybody who's listening just a little bit about yourself um, and anything you want to share with us. Okay. Well, I'm a nurse. I'm an ICU nurse. I've been a nurse for the past four and a half years, um, and I work in a surgical ICU in West Texas. Uh, we serve a pretty large area, a lot of eastern New Mexico. To, uh, West Texas is also very rural, so we, we serve a very large population of patients. Um, and I've started in the ICU there and that's kind of where I've been for the past four and a half years. So yeah. All right. Awesome. And, um, we have just started working together. Well, not just, but, um, tell everyone a little bit about how you found me and kind of, uh, when we started working together. Well, let's see. I, I think it started when I started following the hashtag hymns on Instagram and I was like, you know, I've been wanting to, I've wanted to be a flight nurse for a little while now. And I've just kind of started following, looking into things that way. And your Instagram page just kind of came up and I was like, oh, she seems really cool. She seems really down to earth. And like, I first started listening to the podcast and I really liked it. Um, and then I was like, okay, like this seems pretty cool. And I mean, I want to do this, but I feel like I'm not ready. Maybe maybe Janessa can help me. Let's see what it's about. <laughs> awesome. And how weird, like now full circle, you're my first client as a guest on the podcast. It is. It's very weird. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Okay. So tell everyone like when you knew that you wanted to be a flight nurse. Um, so I took an EMT course in high school. I went to a, a career academy and so there, of course, you know, during that course, they had um, uh, HEMS come. It was uh, it's in Houston. They had a uh, life flight come out and talk to us about it. And I was like, oh, that's so freaking cool. And so ever since, that's kind of where I'm like, okay, I like the, the fast paced acute care, like helicopter. That sounds really awesome. I want to do that sometime. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think it's important to mention, like, you have not only just ICU experience, but you have paramedic experience. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because I do get asked that a lot. Is it required to be a paramedic as well? And it's not for most companies, but you have this awesome capability that you have pre-hospital experience and you have in-hospital so um, can you talk a little bit about your paramedic experience and how that's kind of fueled your fire of wanting to go into flight as well? Um, yeah, I mean, I, so I decided to get back into, so I received my EMT back in high school, but of course I never did anything with it going through school. Um, <clears throat> but I kind of got into it. My boyfriend started getting into it himself. And so it kind of really like reminded me of what it was to do ride alongs and that, the fast pace of things and uh, not knowing what you're going to get, um, the adrenaline, of course. Um, so I decided to go through a program and I just got my paramedic, um, in December 
And so honestly, it's been, I didn't think I needed it. I was like, you know, I have my nursing degree, like I don't need that. And it's been, it's been so refreshing. You go over basics, but then you also get that pre-hospital care setting where they do assessments a whole different way. Uh, you know, your ABCs are really ingrained in a whole different way. Um, so it, it's been honestly very beneficial and refreshing to kind of do the paramedic side of things. And you even comprehend some of the things that maybe you haven't grasped as well during nursing. Uh, personally, for me, like EKGs, like we dove into that into nursing school to some degree, but not as much as we did in medic school. And I'm so grateful for that. And I, I really enjoyed um, seeing the difference or the, you know, me catching on to more things than not, even now, you know, even four, year, four, four years in, uh, to my nursing. I, I, I really enjoy it. So yeah, it's, it's beneficial. I mean, maybe it's not for everybody, but I think it, it gives you an advantage. Yeah. And what I loved about, you know, our experience of just kind of working together and talking through that is that we, um, I wanted you to really highlight that part of yourself because that, you know, everyone doesn't take a straight path on how they get to flight nursing for everyone. It's not just strictly ICU or ER, but for you, you really had a passion for pre-hospital too, as being an EMT and then a medic. And so, um, we worked on really highlighting that part of you and you really showing that in your interview. Um, and so I think, you know, that really helped, you know, highlight that you have so much to offer in the path that you took to get there. And I think um, it's really important to mention the first time that we met ever, you said something to me that was really poignant to me when we were kind of, I was doing intake questions and we were talking about um, why you wanted to get in flight nursing. And you just said like one thing that you had some self-doubt, but you wanted to prove to yourself that you can do this, that you knew that everybody who supported you, that you were close to said that you can do it and had a hundred percent support for you, but you wanted to prove to yourself that you could do it. And so from that time that we first met to now, how has that really changed from the person that you were when you had those thoughts? So tell us a little bit about those, those thoughts and tell us about where you're feeling now. Um, <clears throat> I think everyone's, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone starting out definitely has some self-doubt. And like you mentioned, I feel like uh, my loved ones definitely support me 100%. But you kind of get in your head like, well, you know, they're supposed to say they support you. They're supposed to say that you're good enough. And so it's kind of hard to get out of that mentality when you don't have the most confidence. But you know, I, I don't know you, like, I don't know you outside of what I've known you now. And, you know, for you to tell me, you know, they, these are the things you need and you're right there. And <clears throat> all the constructive feedback that you've given me, not just like a, you can do it. I mean, you give me a, why, <clears throat> like why I can do it. Like, I mean, you, you have the experience, you've interviewed the people. And so it's been very, I mean, it's reassuring. It's like you help give a confidence that, that I am lacking, that I was lacking. Um, but I mean, from before when we first started to now, I mean, I feel like I'm, I have more confidence in myself. I believe a lot more of, you know, what I'm capable of doing. Um, and so, I mean, I, 
I'm very grateful for this opportunity and that I found you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have done all this work yourself. Like basically all I have done is just, we kind of extracted like some of your fears, some of the things that you were afraid of. We talked about that. We um, kind of looked at your mindset with that. And then you created your results of what you have now. So um, definitely, I think it's important to tell everybody like kind of how your process started. We first started working together and then now like what have you accomplished thus far? Um, a lot. I have, I have, uh, I have a new job. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be a fly nurse. <laughs> yes, you are. You I are. Am. <laughs> yeah. So tell everyone like kind of how that just like um, worked out for you and, and your story from the time we first started working together. <clears throat> yeah. So of course I thought I wanted to apply, um, being done with medic school, you know, medic school kept me so busy last year. You know, I've been kind of wanting to get out of what I've been doing or where I am right now for a little while. Um, I just, it was just easy to stay where I was because, um, things were accommodating to my schedule anyways. And so I was like, well, next year, you know, this year I'll get into something I'll start looking. And so sure enough, right at about the time that I started talking to you, like a position opened up with one of the more, the bigger, uh, air medical companies that's in this area. And so I was like, well, um, maybe I should do it. Maybe I shouldn't. And you, you were like, do it, let's do it. Come on. And and so you really pushed me to do it. I definitely didn't think that I was going to do it or that I should do it. <laughs> I felt like I needed to prepare for it more. Um, and so I applied and I got the job and I, I can't believe it. <laughs> it's yeah. not March. Yes. And you're being like so um, coy about it because not only did you get the job, but you got offered several positions. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the company has a few bases. And so, I mean, I, I could take my pick. <laughs> yeah. You got offered several yeah. positions. The position you got offered also, um, offered you a sign-on bonus. So like you got really not only the job that you wanted, but you got the pick really, yeah. um, which one was going to work the best for you. So, um, how did you feel like with the preparation, for it, for the interviewing and all of that. Um, how did you feel after we kind of went through everything together? Um, I definitely felt like I, I deserved to be there. I definitely felt like I deserved to sit in a chair and be interviewed. Uh, I definitely felt like I was, I'd worked hard enough, at least for that, even if they maybe thought I was good enough. Um, but I, I felt, I think I went in there with probably a lot more confidence that I probably would have gone in had I not done this with you or talked through things with you. Um, you know, you've mentioned you, you interview people like routinely, right? It's part of your job. And so <clears throat> I think that also kind of gave me encouragement and the self-assurance. And I mean, you're just awesome at giving like constructive feedback that just really helps build on what I do already know or how I feel or whatever. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I really appreciate that. I, I think that really a lot, what we worked on for interview prep was just mindset, right? Like, um, you know, you had a lot of self-doubt going in it before it, that you didn't deserve a seat at the table. So 
Um, I know that we worked on a lot of belief and mindset. What was the thought that you had that kind of the day of your interview got you through um, and having confidence through that long process of the interview? Um, so I think one of the main things I think I felt like I kept telling myself that we kind of talked about is, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm trained, I can do this, like I've done the training, I, I know what to fall back on, like this is, like I've, I know what I'm doing, you know, I'm no, I know what I'm doing, and I've, I've had the training, and kind of just kept telling myself, you know, like I'm, like I'm definitely deserving of where I am right now, and like I can do it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I love that, because I think, you know, it's fine to have doubt and to be nervous for interviews because we all are, but it's like finding that thought that we can answer it back with so that we have reassurance that we do deserve a seat at the table and that we do deserve to be there. And I think 100% that's really what helped you give the confidence to get through, you know, whatever questions they were going to ask you or whatever testing that they were going to give you. I think you having that thought really gave you, um, like empowerment to get through and be able to answer whatever it was because we didn't know what they were going to ask you or yeah. really how to um how to just like train for it but we just kind of went over things and areas that you felt a little bit weaker and we kind of went over those um so I think you know 100% you got through it on your own and with your own mindset. And I think those thoughts that you had just made you come off as confident for the interview. And that's what's gave you so many options in the end. Yeah, definitely. I think it's important to note too, you're like on the quieter side. And we kind of <laughs> talked about a lot of this too, yeah. as far as like, you know, being an ICU nurse and kind of the mentorship that you've had along the way. Um, and so what would you say to some people who are a little bit nervous about that? Because they do feel like they're not that type A personality. They're not that um, loud, bold, no filter person. Like I can definitely be a lot of the times. <laughs> so what would you say to those people who, who have similar personalities to you? And that's like kind of something that they're worried about. Well, I'm gonna kind of take it from where what you kind of told me once is, you know, it's okay to, to not be that type A personality. Um, you know, I think every base, every partner, every now and then it's going to need somebody that's more of the quieter, just listens and observes. Um, and I think I've, you know, it's, maybe it's the downside of my personality. I, I don't know, but I mean, I think I've enjoyed to, enjoyed to enjoy it and know that, you know, listening really goes a long way and just observing. Um, you don't need to be that loud type person. I mean, for any of the things in, in healthcare and any position, any role that you're in, uh, you can go just as far as anybody that is just as loud or louder than you are. Um, so yeah, I mean, just, it doesn't really matter so long as you show up and you do the job that's required and you do it well. I mean, cause that's, that's what we're there to do. You don't have to be loud for it. <laughs> Yeah, I love that you say that listening, because I think that that's so important. I mean, not only in healthcare, but in life, you know, mm -hmm. learning to be a really good listener and really figuring out what it is that people need or the patient needs. Um, so how have you made 
Like, I know we talked about that kind of being your weakness, but how have you made that work for you and become maybe something that's not your weakness anymore? That's more of one of your strengths. Mm. <clears throat> I think I've mostly, I, uh, I really enjoy listening. Like I mentioned, just to add on to that. <clears throat> Um, just listening and observing you, you gain so much. Uh, I don't feel like, I mean, being loud would just have to be, it's, it's not my personality. So I think I'd be totally out of my comfort zone, um, unhappy doing what I'm doing. And I mean, there's enough loud people around to go around, especially doing what we do in acute care. Um, I mean, you don't need to be one of those. I think it just makes me unique in, in my own way. Uh, sets me aside from the bunch of other type A's that we work with. Yeah. So. Yeah. We need everybody. Like we need <laughs> all of those people and all of their personalities in this industry. So I'm just glad that you had the courage to kind of overcome that and just like really go for what you're wanting, because I think that you're really proud of yourself now, you know, for overcoming so much and you did it in such little time. Like you just went at it, started taking action and started getting the results of the things that you wanted. So what advice would you give people who are kind of thinking about it now and applying and trying to get into flight nursing, but are really having all of these doubts about themselves, whatever it may be, what's some advice that you would give them um, to move forward with it? It with Janessa. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, I mean, really, I think, I think I've, I mean, I've done research, of course, I've looked into it. I've, I've talked to people that are in, in the industry. I mean, just doing your own self-research, I think that helps. But honestly, I think, I think you just need to do it. Like even, even if you don't feel ready, because I know I sure still didn't feel ready. Even, even now I'm like, oh my gosh, am I actually ready? Um, so I think you just need to, you need to do it. And, and I think I was scared to, to be rejected. And I mean, maybe it's easier said than done for me just because I, I mean, I did get a position. I did get offered a position like starting off, but I think I'd, I'd talked to myself into, you know, it's going to be okay. Even if, if I don't get, get that job because I'm putting myself out there and I'm learning from it as well. I'm going to be learning from it. And I have learned from it. Um, just going through that interview process, it was a hard interview. You know, it was, and I learned a lot from that. You know, there was questions like I left there and I was like, you know, I didn't know how to answer this or that. And I sat down later, you know, my boyfriend's like, you know, write down what you felt like you didn't know or want to review or whatever. And, and I did. And I mean, so I'm still learning from it, even though I got the job. So I think even if you, you don't get the job, I mean, there's still a lot to learn from it and that will help you for the next interview that you, you apply for. Yeah. So. And what's great about that is that we kind of talked about some of those things too, as far as like what you feel like you're a little weaker in. And so we're going to go over those together and kind of tackle those. So you have some confidence going into it. Of course, like we can't be experts in anything and they don't expect us to be experts in all of these things because we can't possibly know everything or have seen everything, you know, in the time that we've been doing it. But I think just like working together a little bit on some of those areas is going to be really helpful for you. Um, so now 
what are some of the things that you're feeling or some of your fears? Cause I know we kind of talked about that. Your fear going in the beginning when we first met was just having the courage to apply. What are some of the things that are coming up for you now that you are a flight nurse and you've signed your contract and you're moving on? Oh gosh. Uh, I think we've, we talked about that, uh, that imposter syndrome, <laughs> just feeling like I'm like, that's not me. Like I'm not ready to fill those shoes. Those shoes don't belong to me. Yeah. Uh, it's a big responsibility and, and it's crazy to think that little old me is going to be a flight nurse. <laughs> yeah. I love that because I think, you know, it's so hard. We go into being these experts in these fields and being so comfortable working in the ICU. I know I felt like that. And then you go to a whole nother area, a whole nother arena, and you just are the beginner again. And that's so scary because you spent so much time, you know, working up to this accomplishment and now you're a beginner again. And that's scary and uncomfortable to do. So we'll definitely work on those things together um, so that you don't feel like you're an imposter and that you feel like you have a seat at the table. I know something else that we really discussed, so I want to touch on as well is, um, you know, kind of lack of there being great mentorship in the ICU. Um, and, you know, how do you feel now about having the responsibility now that you've been a critical care nurse for so long? Um, and I know that at the end you were um, precepting and training some new people, like how important do you think that is to change that culture of mentorship um, as we get further along in our careers and we have other people come along that kind of need a little bit of our help? Um, I mean, I think it definitely starts with, with the mentors. I mean, you're, especially with brand new nurses, you know, these nurses are coming in and they're completely clueless or oblivious to what's going to really happen. You know, all they know is some textbook knowledge, unless they've worked in that ICU, which, you know, if you do, then that's a benefit. But oftentimes that's not the case, Um, especially since, I mean, we're hiring a lot of graduate nurses. And I think that's just, that's, I think it's so important it's imperative that the mentors are aware and don't forget that you know you started there somewhere some time ago uh, but unfortunately it's you know people forget that and they're happy in the place where they're at now and they I mean they really do forget so fast uh, where they started and how much support and things they lacked before like from mentors and so I mean I think it's important to to help guide the new grads or whoever's new onto the unit, um, not just in in the clinical aspect of things, but in the, I mean, just the entire picture, people need guidance. You know, they need somebody that they can talk to that isn't gonna be condescending, that's gonna be encouraging, that's that understands and empathizes with where they're at, um, you know, not hold, not be held accountable for the one mistake they do and then that's all they're known for or you know they get trashed left and right and anyways I'm just going off tangent there I just <laughs> it's yeah. just it's very just it's discouraging to see um people not supporting people when they were just there not that long ago um and yeah and I think makes- a lot of people have have similar situations 
like mm-hmm. that, like you. And um, that's why I think it's so important. Like I, I just, I had some really good mentors. And so I feel like, you know, there is this opportunity to pay it forward and as critical care nurses, or, you know, now me being a flight nurse for how long I have, like, I feel like it is my responsibility to pay it forward too. And to mentor people in that way that I received such a good mentorship too. Um, and it's so important that we all just, we're all on the same playing field and, um, you know, we, we want to bring everybody with us too, so that they can be successful too. Definitely. Yep. We're, so, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we're all, we're, you know, we're all on the same page. Our end goal is patient care, you know, and we can't do that when, when we, we don't know the things and we can't ask the questions in order to help our patients, you know, we're all there for our patients. That's what, that's what we're here for. That's why we're nurses. Yeah. And when I'm mentoring kind of these new flight nurses too, I tell them, you want to be the crew that when they show up, they're like, oh, thank goodness. So-and-so is here. Like, you know, that type of relationship and that that's the kind of um, person that you want to be. And I think, you know, it goes for the same in the hospital too. Like you want to be that, that, um, that nurse that people want to work with, you know, in, in every way. And that really will help you advocate for your patient too, in the best way. Yeah, definitely. So last question for you. What's um, some advice or a thought that you've had um, in your nursing career that has really um, made you successful and got you through to who the nurse is that you are today? Um, that's, a, that's a hard question. <laughs> or even a piece of advice that you've got along the <clears throat> kind of um, made you the person you are? Uh, let's see. Well, I think it's, you know, we can all maybe not advise, but just something that's gotten me through. It's, you know, we've, we've done hard things before, you know, nursing school isn't easy. Uh, like you mentioned, everybody takes different roads to get to where they are. Um, and so, I mean, if you just can remember that you've done hard things before, wherever you're at in, in that path of where you're going, you know, you can keep going because you've done those hard things and you can keep doing those hard things and keep showing up and, and the benefits will, will show up. They'll, they'll, they'll be there. You'll see that, that fruit, fruition, fruition, fruition. <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll see that when, you know, you, you just keep working hard and, like, don't give up on yourself. Um, you know, what we do isn't easy, you know, otherwise many people would do it or, mm-hmm. or you know, and when they quit or they stop doing it, I mean, they couldn't do it, but you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't stop I doing love it. that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on today and being willing to kind of share a little bit of your journey. And I cannot wait to help you along the way and um, get you to be the best flight nurse that you can be. And I'm just so excited that you get to start your journey here soon. Thank you, Janessa. Thanks for having me. I'm honored and I'm so excited to keep working with you. And thank you. I'm very grateful for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm grateful for you. (laughs) All right. Have a good one, Floricella. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. If you're wanting any help on learning how to up-level yourself or 
get where you want to be in your career or become a flight nurse, book a consult with me and we can talk about what working together might look like. And you can see if coaching and mentoring is maybe something that's going to help you out with some of the self-doubt that you're experiencing and getting some clarity and some of the thoughts and decisions that you want to make to move forward. So I am so excited to finish off this week's podcast and I can't wait to speak with you guys next week. We'll talk to you later. Bye.